In Florida Ag and Review for the week of October 29th, we had this regarding an upcoming sign-up. The USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service in Florida is encouraging landowners, farmers, and producers to visit their local NRCS office now. As NRCS State Conservationist Carlos Flores says, they are now taking applications for two very popular programs in Florida. Currently, we are taking applications for the Environmental Quality Incentive Program, uh, or EQIP, and also for the Wildlife Habitat Incentive Program, WIP. And the backing dates for those uh, two programs uh, is November 16. Suarez says that this date is a little different than previous years. Where uh, we had it a, a little bit earlier, uh, uh, but this time around we actually given about a 45 days from the beginning of the uh fiscal year that started on October 1st. So um, that day, again, is November 16th is of 2012. It's the date, uh, last day for producers to submit uh, their applications for EQIP and WIP to be considered for, for funding. Suarez notes that producers can still submit applications after the November 16th batching date. But um, those that were submitted by November 16th will be taken in consideration first for funding. Producers can find out more about EQIP and WIP by logging on to fl.nrcs.usda.gov or they can get all their questions answered and sign up for NRCS programs by visiting with our local USDA field office. And with some cattle prices, Randall Wiseman had this. Well, after seeing substantial declines in July and August, USDA confirmed in their latest cattle on feed report that placements into feedlots dropped sharply in September, leading to a 3% drop in cattle on feed numbers. And Chris Hurd, a Purdue University Extension economist, said the drought has been particularly cruel to the beef cattle industry, as beef cow numbers will likely be 2 to 3% lower in the upcoming January inventory report. He said the implications are for continued cow reductions until feed and forage supplies are restored. As a result, Finnish cattle prices Prices are expected to continue to rise this year and into next year with record high cattle prices in store. Steer prices averaged near $120 per hundred weight for the just completed third quarter, and Hertzhead prices are expected to be near on $125 for the final quarter of this year, $130 for the first quarter next year. He said spring prices could peak into the higher 130s, with the second quarter averaging somewhere in the mid 130s. And we will wrap up for this week with a quick nod to our friends to the north affected by the recent hurricane. Well, most of the news coverage of Superstorm Sandy's aftermath has been focused on the densely populated areas of New York and New Jersey, for obvious reasons. But Pennsylvania dairy farmer Dave Williams says the devastating storm has made its mark on rural areas as well. Farmers are probably the most ingenious people on the earth, but still in all, Mother Nature is a little stronger than all of us. And Williams says he's seen that strength firsthand. A lot of roofs tore off. I even seen one silo that came down. In fact, structural damage from the storm is one of the main concerns. you got to remember here in Pennsylvania, there's a great deal of post-beam barns, and some of them have completely collapsed. Another challenge facing farmers and ranchers is the lack of power. Once they run out of power, many times the wells in the smaller operations, they can't get water to their livestock, so they have to carry it. And in the poultry industry, when you lose power, Many times the chickens will become excited and they might actually all get in a corner and smother each other. However, despite all the devastation, William says people have really come together. You know, when bad things like that happen in America, people seem to come together. And, you know, their beliefs or whether it's a neighbor fighting a neighbor once in a while, those things become non-existent. Uh, The same people are working side by side to better whatever the situation is in the area. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. 
I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.